There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Julia Show, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. And uh, we wish uh, the end over Coon Rapids uh, Little League team best of luck. They uh, had, a, had a tough day of it yesterday at the Little League World Series, but they get another chance. Uh, they're taking on a team from Louisiana tonight at 7. And if you want to watch that, it'll be on ESPN 2. Yes, I peaked yesterday. Yes. Wasn't it 11 to 11 nothing? nothing. Yeah, yeah, it was a bad one. Yeah. But yeah. Maddie got to pitch. Our I gal Maddie got to pitch an inning. And that's, she's only the sixth girl to pitch yes. in the Little League World Series. So well, cool. they can change it all tonight. Yeah. That's right. All right. Well, last night in the clubhouse, uh, Andy is going on a bit of a break. He won't be back for a couple of weeks. But he did have a final hurrah on Sunday night. And he had Kate Upton and 50 Cent. And I, the last time 50 Cent was on, he had $10,000 in his wallet. Because Andy just... I remember that. I out remember of nothing, it. just said, how much money do you I have? Remember. And And... Yeah. and uh, the Benjamins. Yeah, bro, boy, it was unbelievable. So, uh, but, and Kate Upton was really uh, a, a fun guest. And mm-hmm. I, she had an amazing outfit on it. Reminded me of something like a buxom Audrey Hepburn would have worn in Breakfast at Tiffany's. It was, you know, the gingham. She's so cute. Yeah, she really, yeah. she really is. And uh, uh, so someone, uh, a caller wanted to know what she thinks of the rumor that Victoria's Secret might not do their annual fashion show. My question is for Kate. You look beautiful. Hi, thank gorgeous. you. Um, what was your reaction to the rumors that Victoria's Secret may not have a fashion show this year? Now, you um, never worked with them, right? I did work with you them. You did work with them. Okay. Yeah, and... Um, you know what? We're sick of seeing the same body type. You have to be body inclusive now. Every woman needs to be represented. Otherwise, it's a snooze fest. There you go. A snooze fest. A snooze fest. Mm-hmm. And it is true because they're interchangeable. The bodies that come oh. strutting down the runway. And it's who like, even watches that besides men? Whoever watched that? I don't know. Serious. Yeah. I mean, it would get its five, five and a half, yeah. six million people and whatever. Okay. Who did she marry again? She's married to Justin Verlander, yeah, the, the pitcher. Pitcher okay. for the Astros. Okay. Here's a, uh, this is about a little beef that maybe happened with Fittacent. And- Andy, 
you ever hear back from Jerul after you bought the 200 front row seats of his concert just so they would be empty? <laughs> I love the I shades you love pull. that. Jerul, Ja Rule, of course. Yeah, but they was like on the, the what's the name? I just happened to see them on the uh, on StubHub or something. Yeah, like it was like this for for you to buy it. And I was like, that was so cheap. I might as well just buy it. <laughs> Did you ever hear from him? Nah, they don't call me after that. They, don't, they call don't call you after that happens. They were so cheap. I know it. He's so he's so gently savage while he's smiling <laughs> with his darling gap in his teeth. Um, uh, and he really is the rapper turned mogul turned unofficial oh. debt collector. I swear to God. Well, he was born in Queens. Fifty Cent. Yeah, yeah, we know that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Try not to Google anymore. No, because I was just trying to figure out something. Else. Yeah, I know, but let's. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's play the next one, Danny. Okay. What's the true story of Bow Wow taking the money you gave him for strippers at the club, and did you ever end up, or did he ever end up paying you back? This happened, Andy. We went to <laughs> out to Atlanta. We enjoyed ourselves in a nightclub. Where the Cheetah Club? No, it was it was um. I forgot the name of the club. Okay. It was like a, 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 a strip club. <laughs> but the strip club, we enjoying ourselves. We had a bunch of money around, so we throwing the money because you don't want to be there and not have money to throw. When you, of course. And then that. later, later the, the, we see on his actual, on his Instagram, he's like snapped his own, like, yo, somebody better come get this. He had a lot of money. He took the money back home with him. <laughs> you gave him money to play around in the club. In the club. And he took it home with him. He home with him. I'm like, you bum, you can't go nowhere with us. Right. <laughs> After that, he's like, I don't want you around anymore. LL Cool J, J yeah. took the money home. And then another one, another caller asked, asked Fiddy if he regretted calling Common the male Vivica A. Fox. On Instagram a few months ago, and the comment, a reference to, you know, because that was his, his ex-girlfriend, Vivica A. Fox, who soon became his favorite target on social media, came after Common opened up about his breakup with Erka, Erka Badu. Okay. And he said something about not being able to eat when he broke up with her. This is 50 telling Andy. I was like, oh, man, that was a while ago. That was like a shot, you know, like, that's can we try this again? It's I feel like he was just reaching back after that to you know, trying to, that, you know, but he said no comment, didn't get mad at him for calling him the male Vivica A. Fox. Anyway, I do like his, yeah, rule and buying the 200 tickets up front. So oh, that, that, that is such shade. <laughs> oh, that man. is such <laughs> shade. But talk about the Wendy Williams thing because well, we'll get to, oh. yeah, we'll get to that. Let's just play one more for about Kate okay. Upton uh, talking about posing Amrita Touch and then. What Fiddy says about Kanye being on the Kardashians. Kate, my question is for you. First, I would like to say thank you for being such an awesome role model for women. What was the most powerful part of shooting your untouched cover for the recent Health magazine? You know, it was a really hard decision to make because it was months after I gave birth to my little baby girl. But I thought it was really important because we're surrounded by so much retouching and social media and filters. And we've kind of lost touch of what's real, what's not real. And for me, this was a big step to put out a good image of being real and real expectations of what it's like after birth. Oh, you think where's the rest of it? That's all they posted. They cut it off after that. Yeah. Well, he, you know, he doesn't think too much of it. I mean, he says you just, you notice he's not on there that much. 
And he doesn't watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians because right. he just was asked to weigh right. in. And then Andy also asked him, is it true, or maybe a caller did, to the rumor that you paid Anna Wintour $25,000 to get a ticket to the Met Gala? And without batting an eye, he just said, yep, it's true. Hmm. He paid her $25,000 to get a ticket? Yeah. That's what you have to pay. Yeah. When you're not invited, yeah. you have to pay that. Pay that's that. what yeah. people pay. Yeah, well. And that's why it's kind of funny when people say it wasn't any fun at all. Well, A, it wasn't fun. Plus, I had to pay a crap load of money and I'm a celebrity to go. <laughs> right. I mean, so that's the thing. People do have to pay to go to that. Yeah, that's and true. And maybe your movie company will pay if they need you to get publicity or well, something. I wish but- Andy had known about uh, 50 Cent keeping Wendy Williams waiting outside because he didn't ask her about it. So this was a party Saturday night. Saturday night. And uh, he, you know, she... I, he said he, he captioned an Instagram video of her kind of being forced to, and she's kind of trying to hide in her hat. Cause remember, she was supposed to be doing a show in New Jersey. Yeah. So he's, she's trying to sneak into 50 Cent's party in New York. Jersey. 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 Saturday night. Okay. And he captioned it You can't just show up to my party if you've been talking about me. Biatch, wait outside. Wow. And, so he's throwing shade at Wendy because uh, she talks about him a lot. Yes, she does. And she's like kind of had a hat down. And then she did post a picture later with Snoop Dogg and her son. That's who she was at the party with. She goes out with her son a lot. I don't know how I feel about that, you guys. Well, first of all, I mean, it's a celebrity. So maybe you go with your mom or your dad because you get into parties, but it seems kind of lame. He's, what, 20 now? I think so. It's 19th birthday party. Right. He's 19. But he's a huge Snoop fan. So I get bringing your kid to meet Snoop. I get that. Because I I wanted to buy an experience for one of my kids that I just heard wasn't it available. But I I can't. (laughs) She thought she could buy a a meet and greet with Post Malone. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say that on the radio. Well, you're not not getting meet and greet. So. You know, you didn't get it. It's a nice gesture. It's a though, nice Julie. gesture. So you're just saying, okay, I get she this was yeah. totally because I son, see you want to do something different for your well, kids. I don't know that we can say that she goes out with her son. I think I like can't. Said, I she, can't at all. I I get this 100. percent We just never had anyone that my kids wanted to meet on our show. Enough. How'd you like to come and meet Danny Osmond? Who? Who yeah, uh, really? Let's see. How'd you yeah. like to come and meet Keith Partridge? <laughs> yeah. Who? David yeah. Cassidy? Yeah. Yeah. Who? Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think if we've had anybody that would impress uh, your um, kids or even mine. Yeah. Oh, boy. It'd be hard. (laughs) That's a tough one. No, we had that comic on from last, um, from Whose Line Is It Anyway? America Ferrara. But that was a long time ago. They weren't even really born when that, I mean, they were like two, five, maybe, when Traveling Pants, Sister of the Traveling Pants. It was a long time ago. So, anywho. I get Wendy Williams here. All right. totally. So she was going to the party for the yeah. kids. Yep. Snoop invited her. 50 Cent probably having some fun, making her wait. And apparently, this is her disguise. She wears a New York Yankees hat over How her is wig. she disguised? Well, I'm just saying that's yeah. the disguise. Yeah, she likes to wear the hat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought this was kind of, you know, Peter Fonda died when we were on the air on, uh-huh. on uh, Friday, Friday night. So none of the morning shows had anything to do And I him. told you why. Why? Nobody liked him. Really? And this is Montana Deep Throat giving me this information 
uh, big time, no one liked him, including his children, including his stepchildren, including friends, including ex-wives. He was a dink. He survived by his third wife. Yeah. And he's got two kids yeah. and maybe some bonus kids. Yeah. Well, he was never, he was a star in his own right, but he was never a star like his dad no, or like his sister. sister. No, not at all. Um, and he, Jane Fonda said, oh, he was my sweethearted baby brother, the talker of the family. I've had beautiful alone time with him these last two days. He went out laughing mm-hmm. and he died of cancer and he was 10 when his mother took her life. Yep. She had a nervous breakdown after learning of um, Henry Fonda's affair and was confined to a hospital and she took her life and it was five years before Peter Fonda or Jane learned the true circumstances yeah. that. Mm-hmm. of how their mom died and then Peter accidentally shot himself and nearly died on his 11th birthday. It was a story he told often including during an acid trip with members of the Beatles and the Birds during which Peter Fonda reportedly said, I know what it's like to be dead. John Lennon would use that line in the Beatles song, She Said, She Said. She said, I know what it's like to be dead. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh-huh. So, uh, and I guess he had a strange relationship with his dad for most of his life, and Uh it wasn't until the last... So did Jane. So did Jane. And with his daughter. With his daughter. Um, Jane wrote in her memoir in 2005, Peter is all deepness, deep sweetness, kind and sensitive. He would never intentionally harm anything or anyone. Hmm. Mm -hmm. In fact, he once argued with me that vegetables had souls. Hmm. It was the 60s. Yeah. 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 He is a strange, complex mind that grasps and hangs on to details ranging from the minutiae of his childhood to cosmic matter. Okay. That's an interesting that description is a re- of your brother. I, 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 <laughs> now, when you describe, you're trying to look for flowery words, words. to describe kindness or something. Yeah. So what is it, minutia? Into what did he... He, he is. He had a strange, complex mind that grasped and hung on to details ranging from the minutia of his childhood to cosmic matters. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say he was stoned most of the time, and um, when we could connect on a personal level, he was really sweet. Yeah. Hence the soul he was very of handsome. He was beautiful. Oh, yeah. but I, I didn't realize he was like he was so, uh, you know, not liked. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Well, like I said, Montana Deep Throat. Oh, there you go. Sorry. We know it. All right, listen. Because I literally sent it to you know yeah. someone that I know, perhaps, right. in Montana, and they're like, oh, Ugh, no, good no. riddance. Well, rest in peace, Peter there Fonda. You go. Damn it. We'll All be right. right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right. Hi. Oh. Hello. Snacks galore. Yeah, I know. We really do. (laughs) Monday afternoon. It's everywhere. Delicious deliciousness. But um, we're going to start out with some celebrity justice news this afternoon. In the Dirt Alert, you guys were talking about this during Hollywood Speak a little bit uh, about Jeffrey Epstein. Now, you guys were kind of talking about his relationship with Prince Andrew and the optics that are happening with the press the royal family okay much ado about Meghan and harry but look over here at prince andrew where the real story is happening right a lot of uh 
divergent tactics here, but let's get to Jeffrey Epstein. So TMZ and a lot of other places running with the story that two days before he died, Jeffrey Epstein made sure that his affairs were in order by signing a will that lays out where he's putting $577 million. (sighs) And who is calling the shots in this will? So he signed this will on August 8th, two days before he died in a Manhattan jail. The document was filed last week. After his death in the Virgin Islands, uh, where he owned two islands worth tens of millions of dollars. And Epstein's will lays out the total amount he is putting into a trust, which is $577 million. Uh, the trust might have more, already more cash in there, according to TMZ. We just, we know that these documents aren't public. And, uh, as who, who stands to inherit this money, there are no beneficiaries listed, although he does list a next of kin as his brother, Mark Epstein. That's who collected his right. body. Mm-hmm. Right. But that doesn't guarantee that he's inheriting anything. He is just the next of kin. The trust would spell that out. Again, the trust documents are not private in all of this. So they are private or not private? They are private. Private, Yeah, Yeah, they're private. So we just know that this amount of money went into a trust that may have more money than that in it. And we don't know who is going to benefit from this trust because there's. And are his lawyers saying they're going to continue the investigation into how he died? Yeah, so uh, the documents say that his executors are two attorneys, each of whom will get $250,000 for carrying out Epstein's final wishes. And also, allegedly, I don't know where this stands right now, but there was a talk maybe last week of having an independent autopsy of mm-hmm. Jeffrey Epstein's body. Now, I don't know if that's still the case, but uh, well, they we certainly have the money to do it. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And In I wonder trust. if he can be sued by any of his victims. Or could they sue the, 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 the trust? Or could Jeffrey Epstein sue the ple- you know, the prison? Oh, yeah, the federal. If that's what the mm-hmm. his attorneys are looking into, how he was... Uh, you know, assisted, assisted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are lots of convenient uh, little pieces of information regarding this case. Oh, I mean, my word. lots of stuff. And you guys were so right where the headline about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle flying on a private jet to Elton John's house being very uh, much a distraction tactic against all the stuff about Prince Andrew <sighs> and uh, his role in all I mean, of this Jeffrey I will Epstein say stories. The Daily Mail did un. They got the video of Prince Andrew at Epstein's door saying goodbye to a young woman, December 2010. This is seven years after he's been convicted of his crimes. So he's there. It's clearly him. What was he doing there? Why isn't that the headline? Exactly. (laughs) Thank you. The Queen has got to regret having done that little... Because he looked so appalled the day after Epstein. Remember, he did the big grin yes. from the car going to church? Yes, yes. And I would have told him, you need to drop out a long... I mean, I don't know. Go yeah. away. Well, yeah. and then he did go away to Spain right. with Fergie. And but, then after that, I don't know where Prince Andrew is right now. He's still he's in he's Malaga. He's still in Spain, yeah. mm-hmm. hiding out. Okay, Uh 
speaking of uh, Spain, let's talk about Cristiano Ronaldo. So uh, there are some documents saying that he acknowledges that he paid $375,000 in hush money to a woman who claims that she was raped by Ronaldo back in 2009 in Las Vegas, but still adamantly denies wrongdoing. And in these Mm. legal documents, this is concerning a woman named Catherine Mayorga, and she claims that uh, she claimed that she took the money from Cristiano Ronaldo back in 2010 as part of a private settlement and has previously said she signed an NDA vowing to not talk about this case after getting that money. But, you know, it was kind of in question whether or not this actually happened. Now, Cristiano Ronaldo says that that fee, $375,000, they both agreed to it and that basically it was just the price of doing business so that she would not talk about this legal dispute in the media. Media. However, I did not do this. Okay, I'm gonna, but okay, I'm yeah. just gonna tell you something because okay. I know some situations where men have been accused, men in powerful positions yeah. with money, have been accused of doing something that they have not done, and instead of having their name blown up all over the They'll newspapers pay. and ruining their life, ruining whatever business they're in, they pay to be done. Yeah. So, Cristiano Ronaldo. Or this was somebody uh, that, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, you've got I'm just that, saying but you've it, got both sides. But I think he's had allegations He has had before. a ton of them. So With, I, I felt like he was into younger girls. Yeah, I thought that was I, his I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. But I, why I, is it coming out if there's an NDA? Uh, these are legal documents that TMZ oh. has, so she's not okay. talking about she's this. Not Catherine talking. Mayorga, she didn't viol- violate right. it. no, she didn't. So this is just being talked about uh, by TMZ and other uh, members of the press this afternoon. She's not talking, but you know the NDA, a classic Hollywood move. It might not even be this incident. It may be information that she knows about him that may be. Sure. Any any number of reasons right. why right. you're paying that right now. We don't know. We can okay. only speculate about the gossip here. And finally, let's just end this on a lighter note because I got a bunch of other icky right. stories. And now you guys talked about this before, but we've talked about James Corden and the Dirt Alert here. But he is going to stay with CBS through 2022. Got himself a good deal, maybe in the four to five million dollar range, and it's been climbing up ever since. And CBS wants to keep him there because of the momentum of Stephen Colbert and also all the viral content that James Corden makes for the he's, network. He's so. very good, and he can host uh, things for CBS. Yes, and he can. He could do specials. Yeah, he's very talented. He, I would. I agree. And they I took agree. a big gamble on him, and I bet he didn't get paid that much when he signed that no, first contract. It no, sounds like he, he didn't. was an unknown entity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was yeah. like James. Who? What? Yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> you and I, Joey, when we started here, and we. Sign down for pennies a day. Pennies. <laughs> pennies an hour. Same oh. with Johnny. Let's talk about sex. 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 already done so yeah let's um, hope you already have done so yeah boy how about did you see that this is aside from nothing it's really not okay. sexual related but the guy who burned his balls so bad because he left on his uh remover yeah. his hair remover too long yep. Are you he put like me? nair no. on his balls oh no yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Jill. No. In case anybody no. is listening. Is this a popular a, story? Is this featured on the cover of the Star Tribune? Where is this? Well, no. He just was going on a first date with a woman, and he was prepping and cleaning up, and I guess hoping he'd get lucky. That aircraft burns. And his friend told him, hey, make sure you're cleaned up down there by the puttering ground. And uh, by the putting green, by the putting mm-hmm. green, and he left the nair oh, on too gosh. long. Oh boy, people have tried that on their face too. It's, it's not for anything delicate, it's for no. arms, yep, legs, legs. That's you could it. do it maybe on your chest. They'd be careful, be careful. Yeah. I've heard not good stuff about that one. It was so bad they had to keep bursting the blisters on his balls. Oh, <laughs> three weeks in the hospital. Oh, oh my god, oh. oh. Yeah, he's 26. He used the little spatula. So anyway. Oh, um, my word. That's painful. Yeah, because that's like the thinnest skin. No, it would be like putting it under your eye. Right. Yeah, real, real, real bad. Anyway, so there's for any of our, you know. Young hairy guys that are listening, mm, don't, don't do, do that, that at home, okay? <laughs> or anywhere else. <laughs> wow. Okay. This okay. is good to know. Now, right. okay. So let's uh, let's help people get uh, dating, and uh, we've got some uh, new information on if you are looking to get, you know, because fall is coming, and maybe yeah. your summer fling, whatever. But how the you know the big thing that people worry about is getting catfished. And if you talk to anybody who's like back in the dating thing, they're like, I'm afraid I'm going to get scammed. Don't you hear that? You, I heard you say that. And I yeah. heard other people. Well, I have a way to get a not. Well, getting so, catfished is number a major fear. concern for people. But the other concern for people is that the person that you meet won't look anything like the picture. Oh, okay. 100%. That's absolutely it um and people cannot stand when you show up and you're like somebody is clearly using a picture from 10 or 15 years ago Mm -hmm. and um some people even say can you send me a recent pic i've seen that before you have yeah Yeah. when are these from or something like that right and so this is like maybe fall would be a good time to get a new head turning photo so here are some uh, things that are uh, that have been shown to work. The biggest turnoffs, and I think we've said it before, but the biggest turnoff in your main photo is having sunglasses on, mm-hmm. doing a selfie, doing a duck doing lip, a duck selfie face. in front yeah. of a mirror. Yeah, <laughs> a shirtless gym no. or bathroom selfie. No. Those are the ones that people selfie. don't like. Yeah. People don't, they're not open to any of these things. Uh, and showing a glimpse of your social life is a fun, you should have no more than five to six pictures, but you could, what do you enjoy doing? Pictures of travel, hobbies, friends, you know, on a tennis court or on your bike, you know, mm-hmm. kind of posing. You want to show some active, uh, tell the story about who you are. So via photos, it's a medium close up is the frame. Well-groomed, if you're a guy, a stubble or beard, clearly visible face, no glasses, decent lighting, no filters. That's for guys. That's Mm -hmm. for women. Frame, medium close-up, smile. If your hair is long enough, wear it down for whatever Mm -hmm. reason. That gets waves, get extra points. Mm -hmm. Long hair gets extra points, too. And um, 
No. What about a full body shot, though? You want? Yeah, full, yeah. You, you want one of those have to be yeah. a full body shot of you, like doing something active that you like, mm-hmm. and um, so not looking like who you your picture. Yeah. Um, getting catfished, and then the conversation if it doesn't flow. Mm-hmm. Those are kind of the mm-hmm. that and and women are more worried about getting duped than guys are. It does. Oh yeah. 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 And uh it's a good so anyways. I would love to hear, you know, that's something I have we heard men catfish stories? Oh I'm sure. Oh, it's well, yeah. Are you kidding oh, yeah. me? But Russian I mean, we, brides. Well have we, no, yeah. I know, but recently have we heard them? It like, happens all the time. People do not run Russian forward. Yeah. Brides. Yeah. People Are do you not run forward to raise their me? hand and say they've been catfished. Right. Yeah, Especially just watch men. A, a yeah. TCL married at first sight. Yeah. A lot of really stupid guys. Guys on, on that one. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding You're me? You're so funny. That came out so quickly. Russian brides. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's, you know, troll farm and somewhere, you know, pre- <laughs> <Yeah>. presenting <laughs> as whatever. Okay. So according to a new survey, only 4% of straight women want to say, I love you first. No surprise. In, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't that's very low, but um, the other twenty four out of twenty five women want to hear it from someone else. Uh, well, this is just straight. They want to hear the guys say it first. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's not the only place where uh, women are more than happy to let the guy take the lead in the straight world. Only nineteen percent of women will reach out to someone first on a dating app, unless you're on Bumble. Which is women initiate. I, is it really that low? It's that low. Wow. That's why Bumble you know, is pop so popular. You know, okay. I mean... I find that very low. Very low? I do. 14% have asked for a guy's number. Remember when you were first dating online, not when you were a dating toddler, not the experienced dater <laughs> that you became. <laughs> not oh, when you had your PhD. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. I don't know. I never felt this is shy like about that. People going back up. Yeah. Uh, 15% of women will initiate the first kiss. That's a low one, too. too. 12% will initiate sex for the first time. 24% will uh, regularly offer to pay, um, on a first date. These numbers are going in the wrong direction. Thank you, Julia. And one more thing about saying I love you. 17% of people said it for the first time in a text message. Oh, oh no. that's weak. No, no. And thirty-four no. percent have admitted to using it during, before, or after sex. Oh, that's our highest number. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, absolutely. Yeah. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Yeah. Here. You know. All right. So there you go. So there. Yeah. Well, it doesn't surprise me though. About only four percent of straight women want to want to say "I love you" first. Not at all. Yeah. I don't think I've ever said I love you first to anybody. Why would you? Yeah. It's too, I don't know, risky. Vulnerable. Yeah. Totally. And it's like um, giving in first. That's one thing you don't just don't want to do first. Yeah. 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 I don't know why that is. It's a weird thing. but It's, it's so weird. But and it, it's kind a of irrelevant. Thing. But mm-hmm. you want to make sure that they're into you before you hint. No. That's yep. right. Yep. You just, yep. I don't know. I think it's a protection thing, too. Maybe. You know, yeah. it's just too vulnerable to go there first. Right. We're already showing you 
everything else. Right. Why make us say that, too? Right. Okay, the best way to live a long, healthy life after a heart attack is? Sex. Lots of sex. Okay. This is from the University of College of London. Uh, Believe it or not, if you want to live a long, healthy life after a heart attack, you should have as much sex as possible. Now, that just sounds counterintuitive to me. Well, they studied 1,100 men and women, all of whom survived their first heart attack when they were 65 or younger. Right. And three decades later, 30 years later, they looked at people between 1990. To a ninety-three, three decades later, the people who have had multiple sex, um, multiple times a week since their heart attack, were thirty-two percent less likely to have died, and the people who had sex just once a week were ten uh, percent less likely. So, it's, wow. So, why is sex good for recovery? The researchers aren't sure. There aren't any physical reasons. They think it's because. Lots of sex is a sign of a healthy, loving relationship. And a healthy person. And that's a key to staying alive for a long time. Danny Buettner always tells us that with the blue zones. And even if it's not, um, you know, maybe if people are in their 80s, maybe they're only having sex like once a week or something like that. But it's the intimacy, the closeness, the holding hands, the Mm -hmm. all of that. Mm -hmm. So. There you go. That's very, right. very, very education. education. Now I'm going to have to fi- find some good sex stuff for the next time I'll be doing Sex Monday, which will be at the fair. It might be animal sex. Julia, oh, are you kidding we me? We could no. have children in the... No, I mean, I mean, care. but I mean how <laughs> animals have sex. What? I mean, we're at the farm. Yeah. We're at the big farm in the Twin Cities. There are kids State there. Fair. I can't even believe I'm you not going there. alfalfa Oh, no, wait a minute now. There have been times during sex money at the fair where Julia got a little uncomfortable because she was saying, Jalari, look, there's a little girl well, right I think it's a little uncomfortable. Yeah, we just, you're I, not going to do that this year. <laughs> we're going to all promise not to do that this okay. year. And be Captain Obvious. Going to tell us the no, no. Well, I'm just saying. Remember, there are thousands of people listening. Isn't that what the big bosses? Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands. We're not doing our show for the people people that are there. Don't do the show for the 50 people that might be there. That's right. And we're not going to do a countdown on the first day, Julia, where you say, "Oh, only nine more days and counting." Just getting it all out. I get anything it all else? out. Do you want to get anything and else? No, out? And you're not gonna. We're not gonna talk about weather or rain. About the rainy summer, we'll keep that to be indoor studio. Then we don't have to look at people as we complain out loud. At least in here, we just see each other. Yeah, we're used to our complaining mm-hmm. faces. I get that one. Ain't nobody got time for that. All right, we'll be right back. Grande, I'd love to hear you do a whole bunch of covers of a bunch of 60s girl groups like the Ronettes and be kind of fun to Hmm. hear her take on some of these girl groups. Yeah, I love her voice. I do too. You know, okay, so Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr., uh, NASCAR thanked all the emergency first responders by giving them NASCAR tickets for the uh, race yesterday. That's nice. Uh, Saving our legend gift over the weekend. If I were 
him or his wife, I would never get on a private plane it, again. Either would I. It was a miracle that they survived yeah, that. You see that the they photos. were able to when get out. When you see that footage, yeah. how on mm-hmm. fire the whole plane was. Mm-hmm. And that the fence wrapped around almost the door. I mean, that was just too much, I thought. It, yeah, it really, when you mm-hmm. looked at that. So, um, anyway, they, they sent, because it was like, it was fire, hospital, mm-hmm. police. I mean, anyway, it just... When I looked at that, I was like, holy oh, crap. I, know. I mean, I don't think I could go on a little plane again. Well, I know it takes a very long time. Yeah. I mean, did Bill ever go back on it? You know, mm-hmm. Julia's ex was in a I plane know. crash. Did he ever go on a little plane again? I don't know if he's yeah. been back in one. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't Have think... you been on it? I know you and I went on that little plane. Oh, we plane went on a little plane once. When somebody was going to yeah. buy yeah. our body perks. Yeah, and we went on, we went on a, a private a, plane. It was a jet. Um, it was like maybe a 12 a cedar and mm-hmm. found out something. Uh, you might have to retire as a pilot for the big guys that fly up in the plane. But for private, you can be that's, any that's, age. Yes, you can. And our pilot, Bob, was about 87. <laughs> yeah, and there was a co-pilot who was maybe 20 years younger <laughs> yeah. just to make wow. sure everything. And we were like, yeah. oh, my God. Remember that? Oh, we were, I was scared. We were shocked. I know. A whole oldie was. Yeah, mandatory in private. Yeah. Um, you know what? I thought this was kind of weird. So I know The Rock got married in yes. Hawaii, and he really. I do love how how people dress for Hawaiian weddings. Right. The man will wear like tan pants and the a white, white shirt, shirt, and then they wear the long bay. Yeah. Well, it's really just they're wearing almost like a, the leaves of yeah. something. Yeah. It's really just it's sexy and yep. beautiful and. And then the bride can wear whatever kind of beautiful dress, but yeah. that is the standard thing yeah. that you'll see guys wearing. It's really pretty. So, um, in the Fast and Furious franchise, it, this makes so much money and it's so successful that these guys, Dwayne, Vin Diesel, and Jason Statham, they contract for how many punches they throw. Do they really? How many times they'll be hit, like, uh, uh, they can only be beat up, like, as their character one time or no times or right. two times. All very oh. controlled. Vin Diesel, really? w- one of his sisters, he employs simply to keep track <laughs> of his fights, what's being thrown, Serious? all of that. I mean, I, well, that's unbelievable. Isn't that but unbelievable? I believe it. I mean, why not? Why? Anyway, I just was kind of, I was like kind of just surprised at that, that they, the number of punches and everything that was included. It just seems so wussy. It seems so counterintuitive. Supposed tough guys. Yeah, I know. And it's like, hey, I can only be hit 30 times. I don't know. I just thought that was I kind of like that you say that it seems so wussy. Wussy. It really does. I kind of like that. And I don't like that, um, you know, Blinded by the light this weekend was considered a bomb. The Bruce Springsteen. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't even know it was out. I know it only got yeah. 4.5 million on 2,300 screens, but Ooh. there was literally no one promoting this movie. But I'm also yeah. going to tell you one other thing. Yes, it's August. It's August, and where'd you go, Bernadette? Only got 3.25 million. I could have told them that was going to happen. It was a weird book title. It's a weird movie title. It It tells you nothing. I mean, this is why Hollywood is so happy about this Good Boys, because that is such a, that it 
21 million, zero promotion. It's sixth graders starring Mm -hmm. in an R-rated movie. Yes. And the (laughs) only thing I saw was that it's Stand By Me meets Superbad. And I thought, well, there's the marketing. (laughs) But that was literally all there was. So $21 million, they are really happy about it because... You know, Booksmart didn't really get that big of an audience. Long shot, late night. I still want to see all those, though. So do I. But but the Hollywood was worried that, like, the streaming service people won't turn out. Well, look at they turned out for a movie that no one even knew was opening. Good Boys? Chris Hewitt was in there two days before. He didn't talk. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one knew about it. And we didn't know about Blinded by the Light. I'm not at all surprised about Where'd You Go, Bernadette. I saw Kate Blanchett on exactly two things, uh, Colbert and I think GMA. And I mean, she is. She can sell a, a, hist- a period piece, okay, mm-hmm. a historical mm-hmm. But she was deadly dull trying to explain about this mother who just was crazy. Yeah. You know, who just bipolar. Decides, in, in the book, is she bipolar? Yes. I didn't. I never read that book. I know you did. I didn't. started it and I was like, it, ugh. It, it's a quirky book. It was. It's going to be a quirky it. movie. Tough to translate to film. I didn't know she was bipolar. I thought it was just mm. a woman who just decided, screw it. I'm no. sick of taking care of I all think you she people in my family. I think she taking her medicine or something. Oh. This is my fear about it, the Goldfinch. Yeah. Oh. That the same thing's going to happen. So much Very happens in that book. book. Yes, yeah. and to try and cut that all that doesn't... down. Or what it will do, Donnie, is that if they get like they get somebody really good who's going to trim away all of the and you know the well, detail and just try and get to. Well, it's already done. The movie's finished. It's coming yeah, out soon. All right, well, then I know, but I mean, I that's know. what they did. Mm. Anyway, we got to go see Good Boys, and I got to go see Once Upon a Time in oh, Hollywood. Whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. Everyone have a great night. Job done. Off you go.